welcome to a special edition of Grand New Podcast. Matt is not here, but my friend Sophie is, and she's going to be taking the reins here. Um, as you guys may know, I am running for the House of Delegates in Virginia in uh, House District 50 against Lee Carter. So Sophie is going to do a little Q&A here. So that way you guys know formally, not just about me, as you guys have, you know, you guys have uh, gotten to know me as a podcast host, but now you get to know me as a candidate as well. So thank you, Sophie, for doing this. Yeah, of course. It's great to be here with you, Mike. Um, first, tell us a little bit about, you know, what is making you run. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, I mean, in addition to being at Bering Drift, my day job is actually um, a teacher. Um, I teach fifth grade in Loudoun County, Virginia, uh, not too far from where I live in Manassas. And before that, I, I come from a family of educators. I, I fought it. I fought the uh, profession off as long as I could. I didn't want to go into teaching. My dad's an educator or policeman turned educator. Um, my mom is a um, special educator uh, and now she works actually um, in a hospital. She helps teach kids uh, that are sick mm -hmm. in the hospital. Um, so I fought it. I worked in banking, worked in the food industry. And finally, I was like, you know what? I want to do something meaningful uh, with my life. I'm going to join the family business. So I go into education. I start off teaching pre-K in Orange County, Virginia. And that really, you know, it's a rural community. And that showed, um, that really gave me real insight. I didn't know how expensive pre-K was up until that time. And even in rural county, a rural county like Orange, um, it's expensive. Uh, it, it, for two weeks, it's like $1,200. I mean, that's a mortgage. Um, and that weighed on my mind that I didn't know how these moms were making it. Uh, these moms were working multiple jobs. Um, and then right after I taught pre-K, I taught in Petersburg, Virginia, um, in the inner city. And I saw how poorly served uh, that community was um, by the local government by the state government, um, ignoring uh, predominantly um, African-American area, uh, did not get the quality, um, did not have quality buildings, did not have quality access to a proper safe and education. Um, and I, I felt, you know, I had to go above and beyond as a teacher there. My fellow teachers did as well. And uh, I did what I could there. I got a, a new opportunity to teach in Northern Virginia and I was very excited to do so. Um, a predominantly immigrant community. So I've, I've taught all over the state. And what that really gave me insight into is that, you know, it's not an equal playing field. There's much that we have to do, um, where, whether it is affordability, whether it is quality um, in our education system and in the classroom. I mean, in Petersburg, I was teaching kids and there was mold on the ceiling. Um, we have to do better regardless of the party. Um, the Democrats like to talk a lot about equity, um, unfortunately, they're not about it. Um, we have to really make sure that everybody across the Commonwealth has access to a proper um, and substantial education that will truly get them ahead um, in this economy. And that's why I had to throw my hat in the ring. I don't see a lot of Republicans talking about education. And quite frankly, Democrats just talk teacher pay, teacher pay, teacher pay, but they actually don't do anything except a 2% raise. So long that was a long about answer but i had to jump in um to this delegates race because someone needs to advocate for these kids i agree and you know we're very 
proud of you. You're going to be a father soon. So we're yes. excited about that. Abs- um, absolutely. And I can't, I can't have my kid growing up in a Commonwealth where, uh, you know, the classrooms, depending on the zip code um, we live in, uh, the, it might not be the same as another county over. Um, I don't want him growing up in a Commonwealth where if you're not in the tech business, you can't get a job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you live in Northern Virginia too. It's hard to live up here. Rent is a whole nother issue. It is. So. Awesome. Well, what are the policies that you really think you're going to bring to the table that are going to effectively change? I mean, you're running for local instead of federal. So most of our change does happen at the local level. And we really um, tend to overlook that. But this is what affects our communities and our children, as you said. So what policies are you really looking at instilling? Sure. Well, the first, first and foremost, uh, you know, it's rooted back in my experience as um, a pre-K teacher. Um, Pre-K has to be made affordable for all Virginians. Um, we should not, it is the most important investment we can make as a commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids, especially if they have speech issues, if they're, um, if they are just coming to the country and trying to learn English, the best thing we could do for them is get them in the classroom, get them learning. Um, a parent shouldn't have to choose between putting food on the table and sending their child to pre-K. So first and foremost, we have to make pre-K affordable and accessible for all Virginians. Now, a lot of people might say, well, the Democrats are all about that. That means raising taxes. Not so fast. In Georgia, in Tennessee, they were able to tap into their lottery systems. Now, in Virginia, the Virginia lottery donates some proceeds to K-12 through education. Well, K-12 through isn't the problem. That's federally guaranteed. Um, that, that's, it's, federal, it's federally guaranteed. We don't need to put more money into that. So that money should really be focused on two things. It should, first should be uh, focused on our pre-K programs. That money can directly fund pre-K just like they do in Georgia. In Georgia, um, a Republican governor signed off on that and supported that. It's doing very, very well in Georgia. And in Tennessee, our second, uh, our second aspect, Tennessee diverted their um, lottery programs towards funding um, community college for all. So those two things, if we're getting our children a leg up and then when they graduate high school, they're getting ready to go into the workforce and they wanna work in the Commonwealth, they will be able to do so. So the lottery in Virginia, we need to reapportion to directly fund universal pre-K and community college without raising your taxes. Another thing that I'd like to tackle uh, and that's near and dear to my heart is teacher pay. Um, we need to be more competitive in our pay. Um, Terry McAuliffe, even though he was governor, he pointed out that uh, he could have done something about it. He pointed out that Virginia is behind our neighbors, Delaware um, and Maryland, by like $20,000 on average. So that needs to change. But once again, I want to achieve these things without taking the Democratic route, without raising taxes. We have so many programs. There's such a bureaucracy in education that we could audit and trim the fat on that we could divert directly into teacher funds. Yep. I mean, you know better than anyone how expensive it is to live in this area and how high our taxes are. And, you know, our schools should reflect the fact that we have high property values and high taxes. Yeah. Um, and people are leaving. People are going to uh, West Virginia and commuting. I have, I work with, I work with a, a woman. She goes, 
I drive, she lives kind of way up in the Eastern Panhandle in West Virginia. And it takes her an hour and a half to get to work. And she goes, you know what? I wouldn't trade it because of how much money I'm saving. Because even though the money I'm, I'm filling up in gas, she's still saving money. Then if, if she were to live in Leesburg, it would cost her a fortune. Yep. So we need to stop that. Absolutely. Completely agree. So why do you think, I mean, you've thrown your hat into the ring. Um, a lot of people are really excited about your raise. Why do you think you're the best candidate to take on Lee Carter? Well, because quite frankly, I am the only candidate in, in a few cycles that has had bold ideas. Um, we can't just, as a Republican Party, we cannot just hope that people are going to vote for us based on lower taxes, less regulation. Yes, those, those things are important um, to the Republican creed. However, the Republican Party needs to be the one leading on uh, equity issues, on education issues, on quality of life and safety issues. Um, so without a bold vision, without an inspiring vision, people are going to go, yeah, I know what the Republicans are about, but they're, it's not exciting. Um, and unfortunately, there's been a few cycles where we've had great candidates, but I think the ideas were lacking and not bold and dynamic enough. So I believe as a 28-year-old millennial uh, Republican, I'm coming at it you know, from a different perspective. I'm not rich. I am a teacher and a journalist. I, I do not have any money whatsoever that I'm not one of these guys. It's like, oh, I could 100% self-finance. I don't have that luxury. That's mm -hmm. what makes me, I would say, qualified to directly take on, I'm a grassroots candidate. I mean, to his credit, Lee Carter um, is a grassroots candidate. He's not a rich guy. People make fun of the fact that he's an Uber driver or Lyft driver. However, he's still beat at the time, the House, the House leader um, with just organization and even though I thought they were gravely wrong, they were bold ideas. Bold ideas will beat bold ideas. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm the best candidate to announce. So I'm looking forward to taking him on in the fall. Great. Great. Absolutely great. And do you have anything else um, that you'd like to add platform? -wise? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Check me out on social. Um, it's MCHL Allers Jr. Uh, that's my Twitter handle and Instagram. And go to votemikejr.com to please contribute. Um, we have a lot of work to do and we can flip the 50th with your help. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sophie. Yeah, of course. And let me see. Let Thank me you for having me. Yeah, I'm. I'm so glad you you stepped in. Let me just uh, and.